Rylan Turner. Are we gonna talk about Rylan Turner from UCLA soccer, women's soccer at that? Yo, this just open run with BTG on the road. As you can hear, some rain in the background. They say it never rains in Southern California. They lie, because it's coming down. You can hear the windshield wipers going to work just past UCLA. You know, I work near UCLA during the week. And um, I passed by, shit, I passed by, um, you know, the soccer field and the rest of the campus, you know, at least two, three times a week. And I just got a notification because I, I follow, I, I think I follow a lot. I don't, I don't want to say, oh, I'm not going to lie to you and say that I follow UCLA lacrosse and and things like that. But I do follow a lot of sports that I don't necessarily watch all the time, like soccer, softball, baseball, things like that. I keep up with that because I'll be noticing, and even like volleyball, and I don't know why I follow swimming, but I do. Um, I take great pride in being a fan of uh, UCLA. Everybody know my story with, with me becoming a UCLA fan is because I always wanted to go to UCLA as a, as a youngin'. Um, but the reason I wanted to go to is because back in middle school, I want to say in the seventh grade, Missy Fonte, I remember Missy Fonte and Missy Fonte was fine. Missy Fonte was fine. She was dating the dude that went to UCLA. I'm not sure if he used to play basketball there or he was currently a basketball player there. I don't know. Um, but she was young. I didn't realize how young she was back then. She was probably in her mid twenties. Or something like that. So he, I think he was a, a UCLA basketball player. Not sure if he played professional or not. But I remember him coming to the class. Nigga was like 16 or whatever. Uh, Missy Fonte. Oh, Missy Fonte. Anyway, she took us on a field trip to UCLA. That was my first time being on a college campus in general. It was back in the sixth, seventh grade. Seventh grade. And um, I've been a fan of UCLA ever since. USC, I've barely been on that campus. Like on the edge of it because... They would not allow you, you know, that's a private, that's a private university. You can't just walk on uh, USC campus. So that's what that was. You know what I mean? Obviously, if I, if I would have visited USC, I probably would have been a USC fan, but I'm not. But anyway, fast forward. And we all know, you know, as of lately, the uh, student athletes have been getting a lot of love. You know, they are allowed to uh, to make some money off the likeness of their name, things like that. Right. And that's dope. Well, we got his, we got her story, not history. We got history, but we got her story. And that is Rylan T uh, Turner, a women's UCLA soccer player, just signed with Nike, just signed with Nike. Um, and you know, if you don't know what Nike is, come on now, you know what Nike is. One of the biggest brands, not just sports brands, but one of the biggest brands in the world, in the whole entire world, in somebody else's galaxy other than ours. Um, and that's dope. And that's dope because look at look at how <clears throat> look at how many um, barriers she broke. College athlete college athlete, woman, black woman, and that just I, I'm I'm not gonna even lie to you. I I was very iffy on recording an episode this week, I know you're hearing this and saying, well, you've been recording episodes for the past three, four, five years. You ain't missed an episode yet, but yeah, now I'm getting to the point where I just want to drop whenever, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not necessary to drop all the time 
even if the content is given to you, I'm not up for that anymore. I want to drop when there's a huge matchup, you know, uh, um, a game or something goes on spectacular or even crazy in sports. And that doesn't happen all the time, even though, you know, the NBA season has been a little bit crazy this, this season. But this one I thought should have should headline it. You know what I mean? I was going to give it his own episode, but I'm going to touch on my Lakers a little bit, a uh, little bit about my Raiders. I didn't much touch on because both been playing like shit. But <clears throat> that's dope, though. Mrs. Turner is, is now part of the Nike family, and it's early. They caught her early, you know, um, in college, man. And that that's dope. And that, and that, that sparked an idea of me saying, you know, um, my wife sent me a video of my daughter uh, playing soccer, like just with her with her older cousin, and just out at the park, just trying to play soccer because her older cousin plays soccer, and you know she she looks up to her older cousin. There's a 15 year, there's a 15 14 year difference between the two, but they're like best best friends and things like that. And I can tell that she has a heavy influence on my daughter. And my daughter, for a while, has been asking to play soccer and gymnastics. And she's in gymnastics. Uh, she wants to play soccer. I'm not sure how we'll be able to balance both of them if she chooses to really go forward with soccer. I know one would have to stop. You know what I mean? Because that's just, that's just I mean, it's just too much. And I'm pretty sure soon... Um, they would, um, con- you know, the 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 schedules will conflict with each other, you know, especially on the weekends. Because I see those soccer tournaments on the weekend. Right now it's raining, so it won't be too much soccer going on. And, you know, I just got to, I think I got to prepare myself to get ready for the soccer, the dad soccer life. You know what I mean? Like, I'm already used to, I was already a football dad. I was already a basketball dad. Um, now it's, it's, I'm a gymnastics dad, and it's looking like I'm about to be a soccer dad. So, whew, here we go with that. Um, but it had me thinking when I seen this notification. Shout out to my boy Will. Will had put it in the group chat, and it was just dope because she made her story. And now I want to. It just sparked an idea. Well, maybe I should look into seeing when the season starts or. You know, when they have, um, you know, open practices where I could take my daughter to go see, because that's where it starts with. You know, that's how I got into playing basketball and football was that I seen these athletes in college, you know, and I seen these uh, these athletes in the pros. And it's like you you just it's natural for you to to want to be like somebody. You know, you hear the old saying, I want to be like Mike. You know what I mean? Well, it was a it's a plethora of players that I wanted to, uh, to to play like or to be like and things like that, including including Mike. You had the Magic Johnson, you had the um, the Kobe's, you had the Barry Sanders, you had like everybody. You had the Deion Sanders, you had man the the the, the, the Charlie Wars, the Peter Warricks, the man. It was a long list of players that I just appreciated and things like that, and I wanted to be like them. You know, no matter what the position was. And that's what kids was back in the day was whoever they seen or whoever they was attracted to as far as talent-wise, they tried to mimic that, you know. So I feel like that's the best route to go. That's always been a good ingredient on starting off a, a kid's uh, sports life 
is having them watch the sport that they want to be a part of and showing her and she might not even understand the importance and in, in the her story behind um, a young black um, woman, uh, lady soccer player getting signed to one of the biggest, if not the biggest brand of shit, probably of all time. You know what I mean? Um, that could that you know she she just recently turned six, so she's starting to understand a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to groom your kids into understanding uh, why they should like the sport that they're interested in, not just the fun part of it, but all all sides of it. You don't have to go into deep details about contracts and you know and things like that, but. Letting them know that, yeah, it's a fun sport to play, but you also got to work hard at it. You got to practice. You got to know how to communicate. You know, it's a lot of things. You know, you got to learn how to be disciplined, get up and go work out when there's not team workouts, when there's not team practices and things like that. And I think it would be dope if I could just take her down to UCLA and her catch like an open practice, a tournament or a game, a match between, you know, the, 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 um, the women. And I think it's dope because she, nine times out of 10, you know, I've watched some WNBA games at home. You know what I mean? Um, but she's more drawn to, well, I mean, honestly, she's not really drawn to sports like that on TV. She's just used to watching it because I watch sports on TV. So she used to watch, uh, uh, she, she's used to waking up on Saturdays and Sundays watching football, uh, college and pros. You know, on the Sundays, we get some Laker games on Sundays, sometimes on Saturdays, you know, and things like that. And if I'm home, you know, when I'm home during the weekend, if we got a, a game with the Lakers that's on, a, on, on one of my off days, then she's definitely going to be running and ripping the house while the Laker game is on. So she catches flips of that. But <coughs> this is major. This is major that I get to go home and tell my daughter at the age of six that, uh, uh, a young lady that looks just like you just got signed, was the first to get signed to a top brand and, and at her level, you know what I mean? So it's possible, you know, it's possible that, you know, I would say what, uh, 12, 13, 12 or 13 years from now, you could be in this position. You know, so many barriers would be broken. So many obstacles would be eliminated. Um, because of the progression of where sports is headed. You know what I mean? So, yeah, shout out to her. Uh, Ryland Turner, UCLA women's soccer team. Dope, 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 dope. Man, that's hot. That is hot stuff right there. Um, so, look, let's get to my, my Raiders, get them out of the way. I think we are officially eliminated from the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I, I didn't really. I just seen a, a notification. Um... Not surprised at all. You know what I mean? Not surprised. Am I disappointed? I'm disappointed, but not disappointed as much. As much as people think I should be. I mean, going through what we went through, if we were to make the playoffs, it would be it would be a thick of uh, adversity that a lot of people wouldn't be able to get through. You know, not having... Um, we, well, we have an intern head coach, but you know what we mean. And we was on his side, and we're probably still on his side, but we already know that he might not be the answer. You know what I mean? And it's really not fair because 
this is not his team. This is just a team that he was brought to to uh, to help coach. You know what I mean? So he probably would run this team totally different. You know what I mean? But with the tools and the weapons that we have, I had to do the most with it. You know, and looking back at the season, having a banged up, you know, um, Josh Jacobs, you know, Derek Carr being inconsistent. When he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's off. You know, offensive line, shaky. You know, defense at one point started out pretty solid. You know, even with giving up some points, they still make defensive stops and defensive plays to um, either win the game or keep themselves in the game. But we also lost some games that I think we should have won. No disrespect to the Chicago Bears, no disrespect to the Giants. Um, But there were teams that we were just supposed to just beat, you know. And then, you know, Darren Waller being out for a couple of games due to injury. You know, one of our biggest wins was against the Cowboys where he left the game earlier in the in the game. So that was a plus for us because we end up beating one of the, uh, you know, good teams in the NFC without our number one receiver. And speaking of receivers, everybody know, you know, the whole rugs ordeal, you know, and not having his ability on the field. And it's just a lot, you know, losing the head coach, which I'm not too upset about because I feel like, and shout out to my boy, J.O., you feel like we should have been going in a different direction as leadership. Um, and so that was almost like a either you can consider it a plus or you can consider it a wash. You know what I mean? So with all that happening and, and, trying, to, and trying to overcome some of those obstacles, I'm not surprised that... You, you know we're on the down slope and that's and that's pretty much that's pretty much what it is it's pretty much what it is um i think it's time to clean the house i saw i think it's time to see what mike mayock can really do to see if those draft picks were just strictly on um gruden or if he could you know showcase his talent because mike mayock hasn't given me a reason to now we could all question on how he got the job because you know, uh, compared to other people that they felt like could get, you know, who could do his position a little bit better. That's an argument. But, you know, that spilled milk or whatever. I guess now we're at the point where since he's already there, let's see what he can. Let's see what he can do. So we got a huge offseason ahead of us. Um, more than likely looking for an, uh, another head coach. And then looking at the draft to see where what pieces can we get to make this team better. And then sometimes it's not just plugging in the pieces, the right pieces, but you need the right schemes, right offense, and the right defense to and 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 to sell it to the players so they could buy into it, right? But um, it was a hell of a roller coaster season, hell of a roller coaster season, and I think a lot of Raider fans are. Disappointed. I think more so of the OG Raider fans are more disappointed rather than the new ones, especially the fans from Vegas, because this is their first year in Vegas. Vegas don't have much history when it comes to sports in general. So it's like, I wouldn't be mad if they just take what they can get right now. Even though they have been spoiled, I want to say with their hockey team and their women's basketball team. Um, okay, that's cool. But, you know, the lack of history, sports history over there, I'm pretty sure they can take what they can get. You know what I mean? Um, as far as the OG Raider Raider fans, it's to the point where 
we got to do better consistently because at this point it's like frustrating, you know, because we actually, this is not the same ordeal um, with like the Detroit fans or the Browns fans, even though the Browns fans actually, you know, been playing as the past couple of seasons, been playing a little bit better. You know what I mean? Um, Buffalo has been playing much better, but these are some teams that was at the bottom shelf um, when they had teams like the Patriots, you know, Steelers and the Ravens ahead of them for so many years. Now they're at the either fighting for the top or at the top of their division. And, um, you know, it's because they put a good team together because they went out there to go get a solid coach. They got a quarterback, you know what I'm saying? They got a defense, they got a pass rush and things like that. So it's a lot of work that we got to do because our division is not going nowhere. That's going to be a tough division, even though the Broncos is probably the worst team in the division. Talent-wise, they still, you know, make the division competitive. The Chargers is up and down. They have a good franchise quarterback. You just don't need to speak on the Chiefs because we already know what it is about them. So it's like one of those things where we got to get in there and we got to hit strong and we got to be consistent because Kansas City Chargers, they're not going nowhere. The Broncos is going to be working on their way back. And if we don't get back before them, that's going to be an even tougher hill to climb. You know what I mean? We already have two solid franchise quarterback quarterbacks that we got to play against. You know, so there is that with that um, can do nothing but wait for the offseason for this. one. Now to my Lakers. They've been playing good the past couple of games, but these are games that they're supposed to win. And I can't really say that because even some of the top teams have lost to teams with losing records and things like that. But because we're starting off so slow, um, what we're about 20 some games in. So because we started off so slow, you know, we've been owned by OKC, but we just recently beat them. We recently beat Orlando. Um, and those are games that Braun has come back. And I'm starting to see that it's not even a gameplay of Braun because Braun has had games where he's taken off. You know, and maybe it's not, you know, it's just one of those games where you're not feeling it and things like that. I know that's hard to talk about when you talk about Braun, which is a top five all-time talent. But there's a lot of ego that's, that has to be talked about. And I feel like a lot of it needs to kick in right now because it's good to go on a run before the break, right? And everybody knows the season really starts after All-Star break. Or some people say, even say after Christmas. That's when the season really starts. And I'm not mad at that. And it's good to start making a run at that right now because those, those Christmas games come within, what, two weeks from now? And we're going to, you know, we're going to need that momentum going into the second half of the season and really right after All-Star Weekend. Definitely after All-Star Weekend. I wouldn't be surprised. Now, I know they wouldn't, but I wouldn't be surprised if some of them just took the All-Star Weekend off, depending on it. And the only reason why I say that is because we got a lot of older uh, superstars. We got a whole ass Hall of Fame lineup. Hall of Fame roster. Not, not all the players, obviously. A lot of them still need to earn their keeps. You know what I mean? But we already know Bron, Melo, Russ, Dwight Howard. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ray John Rondo. These cats are going to the Hall of Fame. Off top. You know, everybody else still got time to uh to 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 get to that point, you know what I mean? But um started off slow. Now I think people are starting to uh realize and they don't have to care, but I mean the facts are the facts is that these niggas are playing their age. But they can play defense. They just choose not to. It's been the same story. We're not defending the three-point line at all. And cats are running up and down the court on us. And we're just not getting good shots, even our open shots, though. Even our open shots, we're just not knocking them down. So it's like, until we start clamping down on defense a little bit more, the defense helps our offense. We're starting to get some players back. You know, we still haven't gotten um, Trav back. You know, uh, Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn. And who's to say they'll still be here? Because talks of Ben Simmons um, coming to the Lake Show, that's been up there. Now, I can't really tell you the percentage because we're not sure what Philly is asking for as far as from us. You know what I mean? Um, uh, but we also got uh, our boy Grant over there um, with the Pistons. So those are two bodies that I will want, defensively, that is. Now, shooting-wise, I mean, I don't, that's the crazy thing. With, with Ben Simmons going anywhere, right, just think about it. He can just go about anywhere, and they wouldn't need him necessarily for offense. Obviously, we wouldn't need him for offense. Um, Boston probably wouldn't need him for offense, depending on what they're willing to give up, though. You know, and we got some we got some pieces and some younger pieces to get to to dump off where we can still have a lot of offensive power. Now, we do need some shooters from the three-point line, you know. Um we got Reeves back. And 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 yes, do we still need some help on the perimeter shooting that three ball? We actually do. Am I concerned about that? Not so much. Not so much if we started playing defense a little bit better. And I feel like they're doing this somewhat on purpose. It's like they're trying to save all the energy for the second half of the season, um, maybe even the postseason. Now, a lot of people think that if we get seeded anywhere under that fourth seed, it's going to be an uphill that we won't be able to climb. So we'll see. You know, Golden State, I can honestly tell you, that's a scary matchup for anybody. That's a scary matchup. They don't even have Clayback. And that's that's they're already scary. They got some young cats over there that's hooping. GP, GP2, pull. They keeping it in the family over there. No pun. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I mean, you know, overall. With the names on the jerseys, on the back of the jerseys that we have, has it been disappointing record-wise? Yeah, still not concerned though. I'm not. I'm not going to let it get get to me because until it actually happens, there's nothing to be worried about. Um, <clears throat> our main concern is making sure we get to the postseason at least 80% to 90% healthy. That's what the most important thing is. I think at this point, like. If when you talk about a Golden State, 
maybe even a phoenix. Um, when it comes to it, and, I, and I, I really want to say, because Golden State has the history, you know what I'm saying? And they're doing it without their second best player. So Golden State is only is one of those teams where you might need you might need home court advantage, but I, honestly, it really doesn't matter for them. Like they, like it's in favor for them to have home court advantage. Like in favor, they don't need it. We would need it if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Golden State can go into anybody's crib and put up 130 points. And we already know what they can do under their own building. With us, I think we'll need the home court advantage. But I think the Lakers' mindset is, and, and I'm really talking about the older heads, the, the, the mindset is just get to the playoffs and it's going to be a dogfight regardless. So we'll see if that's the case. You know what I mean? I'm not, you know, I'm not losing no sleep over it. You know, those who could... Two good W's back to back. Let's see if we can go for the trifecta in the next matchup. And um, we'll go for the air. Open run with BTG, man. I see y'all next week. Shout out to Miss Turner, UCLA women's soccer. It's dope, man.